This is Mike, and you are listening to another episode of the Record High Podcast. Before we get started, I just want to remind everyone that if you enjoy the podcast, if you find motivation, or if you learn something new, which you will, please tell a friend, share it with a family member, or share us on social media. Also, don't forget to leave us a review. It'll take just one second, I promise. It's been a crazy year, and we're right at the end of 2020. Chances are, if you're like most people... You've, you've either heard it or you say it. It was a terrible year. Worst year you've ever had. And honestly, if 2020 didn't change you for the better, maybe you just don't have it in you. It's proven that tough times or a challenge can be the biggest catalyst in growth and progression. Sure, sure. I get it. We all heard it. You've heard it. We hear the excuses and everyone loves blaming something that's not their responsibility as their downfall. But I believe a huge problem for people is just that they're not finishers. Many will start fast, few will finish strong. We all talk to people throughout the day. They always say, oh yeah, I started this the other day. How many people have you heard say that? A couple weeks go by and what do you know? They didn't, they didn't finish it. I mean that with goals, with ideas, projects, hobbies, anything. What kind of competitor sees the finish line and slows down? Today we talk about that last 10% that always seems to be the hardest to complete. Enjoy the show today. Let's make sure that this is rolling here, and all right, we're back. How's it going, guys? Going good, Great. going good. Time so, has flown. Time, time has flown today. I mean, just time today has flown by. I feel like I just got here, and it was 10 o'clock when I got here. It's Absolutely. already almost 3 o'clock. So time. Also, I love the intro, Mike. Nicely done. Oh, yeah, so, you like so that? So good. <laughs> it's always good. <laughs> it's always, the assumption is that the intro is going to be amazing. Right? He's going to write it later. Yeah, he'll write it later. later. Right. Well, well, usually how this show goes is we wanted feedback, and so I, I appreciate the feedback. We're going to do what, what sounds good, so I keep doing it. So I figure it's a nice little ease everybody into what we're going to talk about today. But uh, before, we, we, before we get to that, we've got an extra person here. Anyone know who this guy is or why he's here? <laughs> well, we've been talking about it here for the last, like, five minutes. I know. I wish we were recording that. But yeah, I know. We, well, so, we were pretty ju- much, so for everyone who's listening, I, I, I text Taylor, and I think my phone forgot it was supposed to be a T, and it, and, and it put a K in there, and then all of a sudden, Taylor walked into the room. Yeah, yeah, that's how it is. Well, we were trying to decide who invited him, right? It's just like, somebody, somehow he got in here. Right? He was just like, he's like, hey, what's up, Gary? He's like, oh, just coming to record. No, no, we're just, we're just, we're actually messing around, but... Um, we've got some amazing business partners. This is actually the owner CEO of Cactus Valley Plumbing. Um, he's he's crazy good. So this guy has blown his company up. Um, you're gonna tell just as soon as you start listening to him. He's funny, but he knows his shit. Um, you can plug him into any business. He just, it, you know, a lot of times when we're talking, like we 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 do very little talking about plumbing and doing most talking about just what we're gonna do next, right? What company has, so so he, he's got his shit, he knows his shit, so we wanted to make sure that we brought him in so that he could share it as well. Um, obviously, uh, you know, we'll see you know, what he has to share with us, but we're definitely lucky to have him. Um, welcome, Kaler. Thank, yeah, welcome. Thank welcome. you for coming. Thank you for having me. My personal little backstory with Kaler is when we, you know, when he started doing plumbing for me, we had, we had a team of plumbers, but I, 
never called the other plumbers. I always called you. I only called you, and you were the only one who showed up at my jobs. So I appreciate I, that. It's yeah, an no. awesome job. Well, he's also he's we also. Were ex- we we're expecting you as we were introing you to say something, and then you just <laughs> stood there and looked at us. So all right, now that we're past the now we're past the the awkward intros, right? Okay. Well, no. Chances are, if people are listening to this this podcast in general. They want to be better. They want to grow to be better, you know, every day of their lives, whether it's career, their personal lives, whatever. And, you know, we, we as a group of people, I think we're all, we can all relate to each other, you know, with, with those traits. And Kayler, I mean, you, you do that a lot. I mean, you do a lot of self-development. You, you have a lot of self-awareness. You know where you are and, and you know, you, where you need development and you go for it, you know. So a lot of people listening to this, I think, will relate in a sense that you've been where they are now. You know, I'm very relatable, probably the most relatable person in this room. So, uh, what? He talks after you welcome. intro him, right? I try one, Terrence looks at me, right? Oh my God, somebody take it from here, right? Mike gives you an intro, you got something clever to say afterwards? All right. Now, we have, we have a lot of cool stuff to talk about today, but I did want to bring up one thing real quick, which um, have you guys seen those monoliths that are all, all around? Yes. The I United have. States? From so, the aliens? I was going to say, do you, know what, do you know what they are? Because I don't. No, we have no idea. <laughs> so it's just people who walk walk around a random spot in, in like a hidden desert. The first one was in Utah, I think. It was, like, yes. Like St. George or something like that. Something like that, correct. And, and these people are just putting up monoliths. But the first one is the one that got everybody. It was one that was supposed to be aliens and everyone thought it was aliens. And then somehow everyone found it like the same day and then they all went out there and like were standing on it and taking pictures of it. And then they started showing up all over the world. And then they started showing up all over the world. So I'm telling you, I already know, I already know what it is. What is it? Because I would do the same thing. It's just, it's a rich guy. Where am I going to? Well, yeah, I'm going to do my own thing once, <laughs> once I'm ready. But, I mean, you give me enough money and enough time on my hands, I'm going to do something just like that, right? I'm like, because you're, you're going to scale it up, right? You want to influence as many people as possible. And then eventually you're going to get to the alien stuff. Me and Kayla talk about, you know, what mixing, you know, what, how people, you know, what, view religious things and kind of things like that. And that's a, that's a close boundary from being very productive on influencing somebody and then talking about that right that's a shine line but <laughs> in this case right there's tons of ways that you can just with people right and so you just put up something like that and then let their imagination go and so enough money and enough time that's 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 that guy's problem right <laughs> and so he's that's how he's getting his kicks like, he needs it on a global level he's like you know like with a city right but i'm like i'm just gonna start and he's he's loving life that whoever that guy is is loving life that's all that matters just behind the scenes no one can see him he's just oh, yeah, absolutely absolutely to him wants to talk <laughs> about aliens and he's yeah, like, no, 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 yeah, that's awesome yeah, i'm gonna be honest with you that's all he needs right like so, he is just, so, so in addition to this, I came I, I came across a new word or, or a term. Oh, no, this is hilarious. This is a new term that I've never heard before. <laughs> I want to know if you guys have heard it, and uh, I assume you're going to think it's funny. Uh, the term is asshole. Now, this has nothing to do with Kaler showing up. That's not why I'm bringing this term up. <laughs> you were um, looking at Kaler. The, the term is asshole. So you may think you've Can heard this. Can you spell this. that out? Yeah, it's, it's A-S-K. And then next word, H-O-L-E. So an asshole. Asshole. So it's funny. Uh, let me tell you what the definition is <laughs> and see if you know what that is. I've actually come across a lot of assholes in my life. Um, it is a person who constantly asks for your advice, yet always does the opposite of what you've told them. Dude. Is that not hilarious? I'm glad there's a phrase like that to describe them. That is like <laughs> unbelievably annoying. Unbelievably annoying. And they keep asking you and it's just like... Where are you gonna put? Where are you gonna put this? You're gonna burn this advice, right? You wasted my time, right? But they'll keep asking you. It's like they have a black hole of 
where they put the information. Uh, they'll waste the time just to waste your time. I'm like, dude, you gotta pick a side, man, but you need to cover up that hole. I love that phrase. So, there you go. If you're you welcome, ask everyone. If, if you ask my mom, I was an asshole my own, my entire childhood. Oh, I, I guarantee every parent thinks every one of their children is an asshole. I think my my mom thinks I'm something else. What does she something think? Something similar? Sounds similar? I don't know if it's not an asshole. asshole. Does it rhyme with yeah, asshole? Yeah, yeah I've been called something similar in my life. I'm like, ah, oh, you know, no surprise. So, so don't be an asshole. We got actually some some good information for you. What we're going to talk about is the difference between a finisher and a 90 percenter. Um, and I just want to focus on this just really quick because there's a misconception about how business works and the difference between 90% and 100%. Um, most people will think, very similar to somebody that works eight hours a day as opposed to 10 hours a day, that you're doing 80% of the work that the 10-hour employee does in eight hours. Does that make sense? So if you only work eight hours and the other person's working 10 hours, you're doing 80% of what they are. But in actuality, you're doing a fraction of what that 10% does. That extra two hours is how they're literally doubling you because it's not going to be over over a day, over the time period, that 20% adds up and it's what we call compound interest. It's compounded time that you're losing. So not only are they doing that extra 20%, but they're getting better. So that 20% is making them better, faster than you. So what it ends up doing is it starts at 20, then it's 21, 22, 23, but the time stays the same. So the difference between somebody that does 90% of what they're supposed to and 100% is like 120, like the finisher does 100% of the work, the 90%er gets 20% of the credit. That what I reference is, is something, and I tell this to people all the time, I said, because they're like, what? what? What's wrong, dude? I did, I did 90%. I said, no, you didn't. You took off the plane. You flew the plane. All of us were on the plane with you. And then when all you had to do was land the plane, you crashed it. Like, you don't get... A pilot doesn't get credit for what he did. Like, nobody's going to care about your takeoff. Nobody's going to care about the smooth ride. Everybody's going to talk about that you crashed a plane. You get zero credit. So you either finish or you don't, right? And so that's confusing to people that aren't finishers. And, and especially with the idea of 90%. So there's a lot of people out there listening to this that say, yeah, 90% is pretty good. No. I wish I got 90% in school. No. I wish I got 90% on whatever. But absolutely couldn't be further from the truth. Uh, it's either your first or your last. You finish or you don't. Uh, 90% is the same as zero. Well, I think it's even worse. Like, I think think of, oh, well, you know what? At least I tried. No, right? I'm like, you're either going to do it or you're not going to do it. Like most of the time, the guy at the 90 percenters are ruining my life. Like I'd rather have a zero percenter than a 90 percenter because at least I know what I'm going to give with the zero. The 90 is like loading a gun and pointing it at me, right? I'm like, like I'm playing Russian roulette, right? I have a 10% chance like he's going to shoot me, right? Where these the zero and, and, the, and the customers that they're dealing with, the people around them, they get very frustrated, very frustrated. And it just doesn't occur to them. So we thought this would be a great you know, lesson. If you're finding that people are disappointed with what you're doing, it's that you just need to understand how they're evaluating you. They're not judging you based off the 90%. They're judging you based off the 10% you didn't do. That's what's important to them, uh, especially in construction. A lot of people, oh, well, you know, I've done 90. I'm like, well, the 10% that you didn't was like my sink. Mm -hmm. So so I, I don't care that you painted the wall. You didn't do my sink. And, and very similar to like delivering a package. It's like, well, I got it 90% there. Well, I needed the package, right? And you're like five miles away and it's snowing outside. Like I, I sent you to get the package. You, I would have rather you told me. So this is important. If you're feeling frustrated, 
about why you're not appreciated for what you're doing, you're focusing on the wrong side of the equation. Yeah, and so so I, I talked about this this topic, and, and there's a, a story that happened, uh, you know, early 1900s. So back in the day, before the internet, before uh, we purchased the way we do now, they used to have uh, they would walk down a downtown street, and there would be all these windows. And every single store, whether it was a, a shirt store, whether it was a furniture store, uh, a bakery, they would have a window, and you could see the product. And so that's where the term window shopping comes from. You'd walk down the street, and you would do window shopping. So there was this man that was walking down the street doing some window shopping, and he came across a furniture shop, uh, furniture shop, and he saw a sign on the window. It said "Finishers Wanted." So that's what we're going to talk about today. Finishers are wanted. So that sign, it was talking about a furniture store where they wanted someone to actually come in and do finishing, finish the furniture, make it look nice so they could sell it. Uh, But the man started to think about this idea of, well, yeah, actually finishers wanted, finishers wanted. That's what the only thing we want as business owners is we want some finishers to come in and finish the job. We want someone to actually land the plane. We want someone to complete the project, get the package delivered, that's what we're always looking for. We talk about recruiting all the time. We're recruiting to find people that actually can finish what they started. Everyone's gonna start, everyone can start fast, but the question is, can you finish? Um, especially right now at the end of the year, to the end of 2020, how are you finishing? We yeah. want someone that can finish, not just start strong. We need someone that can finish strong. Yeah. Well, and you can't sell an unfinished product. And that confuses a lot of people. And you can't sell your own service if you don't finish your product. So if your product has to do a service, you don't finish your service. You can't sell that. Just like you wouldn't be able to f- sell an unfinished piece of furniture. Right, people are right. like, well, I'm 90% done. It's like, that last 10% is like real important, right? I'm like, I don't want it till the 10% is done. Well, just take it and live with it for a while. And then, you know, when I get to it, it's like, I, I have no place for an unfinished piece of furniture. Like you wouldn't buy that, but you sell an unfinished product all the time, which includes yourself. Well, the, I mean, the furniture, the furniture industry is a perfect example of the last 10% being super important. And we happen to work in the construction industry mm-hmm. where the last 10% is literally the only thing that matters because, and this, this can apply to every industry as well when it comes down to the finished product, because you know, so many people get to the 90%, but in our industry, they get to that 90% and it looks 10% done. And absolutely. And, and, and then, you know, that last 10% that we do is 90% of the visual that, you know, the project's done. So we get to learn firsthand and we're dealing a ton with, um, when we recruit, you know, finding the right guys, we can find guys to come in and, and start. Like mm-hmm. we can go in there and start. And the hard part is finding, you know, the the people who can finish off that 10%. Well, they actually, they actually did a study. So they did a study of successful people. And what they looked at is they looked at a common trait that they all had. And there's one very similar phrase with all of them. They all had a compulsion with completion. So these are the people that don't leave until it's done. Those are also similar traits when it comes to CEOs and the people that you know that are actually running the company because those are the ones where we say the phrase, where does the buck stop? So we say the people pay us big bucks because the buck stops with us. And the, the, if you're the one that it's hitting every single time, then you're in charge. Because I promise you, I promise you, the person in charge is going to be the last person it hits, but he won't let it go past. So if buck's going past you all the time, you're not in charge. You might think you're in charge, but you're not in charge. Kayla, have you ever seen that you know, happen before? I have. There's nothing more exhausting than having to go uh, 
finish all the jobs that were started. Um, I surrounded myself at first with a lot of people that didn't close jobs out and stuff, mm -hmm. and I had to be the one to show up on jobs, get them closed out, listen to the customers complain. Um, and right now I have an awesome team of guys around me that complete jobs and finish them, which allows me to spend time coming to podcasts and other stuff where I can spend more time adding value that way. Um, because yours is, yours is on the plumbing side. So so he's looking for plumbers. These are plumbers that are just going to come out. And I think the thing that we all, the thing that exhausts is the owners of the company. So like, so say if you're just trying to be a better employee or if you're trying to get ready to be an owner of a company, which we talk about all the time, is taking the next step. What you'll find that everything has in common, whether what your boss wants and what you're going to want, is you're going to want somebody that you don't have to worry about going out there and finishing their stuff. Because he has, I mean, how many people do you have working for you right now? Uh, six employees for... Yeah, he had to think about it, right? I love that, right? If you don't, if you don't have to take a second to think about how many people you work for you, right? I'm like, we have one guy. I'm like, I promise you, he would, if we gun to his head right now, he wouldn't be able to tell us, right? Within so, five. Within five people. He I, he, I think he could get within three. I think, I think if he really wanted, he could, I mean, that's how dumb this is, right? So this guy doesn't even know how many people work for him, right? So I mean, and then, and then it gets to that point. So that's the goal that you can think of that. But he just said, I don't want to have to worry about going out these jobs because he have five guys going out there working full time and they don't finish the job. It's, it's literally impossible for him to make it out there and fix it himself. He could, but, but he's going to get rid of the non-finishers because even if you did 90%, can you sell 90? No. How, how much could you sell? Um... 100. You can only sell 100, <laughs> right? You yeah. can only sell 100. So if you're worried, like, I, I think what I want to focus on is, like, man, I'm just really frustrated I'm not appreciated at work. I'm really frustrated like I'm not appreciated in my relationship. I'm really frustrated that that I don't have my own company in doing this, that I'm really frustrated I don't have a lot of money. It's like you're focusing on the wrong side of it. That's why we talk about all the time. You have to be your own contrarian. Wake up in the morning. What are you not doing and this is just an easy thing for you to focus on during your first 15 minutes which we talk about all the time it's the 10 percent that you're not doing and that's what's keeping you or that's what's crashing the plane that's why your boss doesn't like you that's why you don't have your own company right you probably thought of a name right you probably you came up with all these ideas in your head but you executed none of it right yeah. and maybe the execution is just as easy as you just manning up and doing something you could probably get it started in a couple days um but what are you focused on you're focused on the 90 percent that you're doing because that makes you feel better and, and part of the, the intro that I was going to give to Kaler is is the guy that we have here is not the same guy that we met four and a half years ago. The Kaler we met four and a half years ago was a completely different person. And he just talked about why he's different. Because he said he used to be the guy. He, he, he went into a role where he was the guy that had to finish everybody else's jobs. So Kaler, four years ago, started becoming a finisher. And then he's progressed incredibly over his lifetime. So if you're out there wondering, why am I not getting these promotions? Why am I not getting the opportunity that I want? It's probably because you're not finishing what you started. You're not finishing other people's jobs. Um, there's a, a quote out there that talks about finishers being wanted. It says, their ranks are few, their opportunities many, their contributions great. So I promise you, if you're a finisher, you will have so many opportunities to progress to move forward in your life. Well, Kayla's is actually an interesting story. Kayla, how long has it been since, when were you an employee last? Where somebody could say he's my employee, even if it was for a short stint? 
less than two years ago. So less than two years ago, he went from an employee to his own plumbing company, multi-million dollar plumbing company, with six full-time employees. Does anybody know how much six full-time employees is? Like you think that's not big. Six full, those are like people that have families. They're, you know what, they're required to get paid a certain amount in order to pay their bills. Like six full-time employees, the majority of people in their entire life will never have six full-time employees. Like mm-hmm. the majority of people, they can't even comprehend even taking care of themselves. They have a hard enough time with that. So he went from employee to, and so how did you do that? Like, what do you contribute to your success? Development, 100% taking feedback and executing it. Absolutely, right? So the difference between him and he's not an ask hole. <laughs> Kaler's definitely not an asshole. Like he'll give me a yeah, so he'll take the information and then he's gonna follow up with how he executed, right? And he's gonna want the next step. He's by far the one that reaches out to us the most for development and do that, and that's why your company's taking off. But you know what, Mike, you have you have a funny thing that you say, don't you? Yours is funny. Oh, I like well, yours. So, well, so yeah, kind of getting back on track here. So a lot of people, I think there's a huge misconception on um, whether you're whether or not you're a finisher. And I think a lot of, you know, a big question people are going to ask is, how, how do you know when you're done? And and people shouldn't be asking that. I, I think if anything, they should be in there. You know, do people know what they need to get done. But when you're 100% done, people are going to tell you. Oh, right? absolutely. They're going to say, hey, it's done. It's beautiful. Great job. I mean, your fruits start to, you know, start to, you know, pile up and you'll know when you're done. And the the easiest way to the easiest way to figure out if you're not done yet, and you can go to your employee, you can go to anybody, anybody. Hey, did you finish this job? And and you know what they're gonna say? They're gonna say, "Yep, jobs jobs done 100 percent." Except, yeah. And then there's always there's always that except. Dude, a dollar for every time I've heard that. Yep. Except. It's done. Except. <laughs> it's done. Except. You know, and, and it doesn't matter what it is. It could be something big or it could be something small. If if there's still that except, the job's not the job's not done 100 percent of the time. So that's even as an employee. So a lot of people listening are trying to get from employee to owner, right? And so we've got owners that listen to it, but they're probably in the place where they're an employee and they're. So how does this apply to you? Are you the type of person that finishes something, or are you the type of person that finishes something and then says accept? Right. So they said, hey, have you done this? And you're like, yeah, I did this, but I didn't have this to finish it. No, no, you didn't do it. Right. I'm like, and and then they'll, they'll use whatever word they need afterwards, but you should be able to say it's done. Right. And say, is it done, done? Right. Because most people don't finish it. And they're like, done. So if I go there and I look at it, well, right. And so we're just telling you. Whether as for your position that you have or for your future CEO ownership, because that's the idea is we're trying to get people to get independently wealthy here and chase something that that most people have told them is impossible. You're going to want to have employees that do that. But if you won't do that as an employee, what percentage of people do we have that were employees that were finishers? that weren't finishers and then as soon as they became owners, right, we partnered up with them, they all of a sudden became finishers. Like what percentage? Not a single one. The answer is zero. Yeah, yeah, Kaler's Kaler's got a big old zero right there. Yeah, Kaler won't won't contribute when I say something. He only, when Mike (laughs) and Taylor, he has got something. He lets me like mumble on through until it's awkward, right? I'm like, like, I'm gonna say all these nice things and wait for you to like. I don't wanna get off topic, but I was actually gonna bring that up that um, if you were an employee somewhere, the number one thing you can do is take ownership of what you're doing Absolutely. where you work. Yep. If you treat it like you own it, you will own something eventually. If you're gonna treat it as if my hours are eight to five or whatever, I don't know what a normal shift is, but 
If you treat it like that, you're gonna get exactly what you put into it, and that's the best it's ever gonna be. You have to complete everything you do 100%. Uh, the guys that work for me right now, they're awesome. Um, they'll stay on jobs till midnight, one o'clock in the morning. We worked till 3.45 the other day. No one complained, we got the job finished. They, they know exactly what their roles are, their tasks are, and they execute every day. And bouncing off of what you were saying, so have you guys ever heard of the term, fake it till you make it? Yes. Yeah. So I, I think we should change it to, own it until you make it. And and that can apply to everything, oh, including... Good. Oh, I, I like that phrase. Who, that who came up with that phrase? I just, I just did. By yourself? Right. I'm going to TM that. that. Let's yeah, you definitely that. need to start... Own somebody's going to TM it. We're going to have a motivated listener. Isn't it be, yeah, yeah. TM that before we release it, right? Like, yeah, no kidding. That'll be TM before whoever's listening to this gets to look it up. But what I'm getting at is, um, like, even when I was an employee, and we can say this about our employees today, is we, we recognize and we promote the people who act like a leader or oh, acts absolutely. like a finisher before they actually are put into that position. Well, that's the rules. That's the rules. You have to do it before. If you can't do it before, you're not going to do it later. And people ask that all the time. So, they, you know what? They say, well, I need you to pay me this amount of money because I'm going to do this. Eh, no. I'll pay you this amount of money. And then once you're doing it, then we'll talk about it, right? So, can you finish something? It, it's just, it's. I, I love that that phrase. That That's going to be probably one of the most important things that you can start focusing on specific obviously we give advice all the time but what are the things that you're not finishing in your life what are you putting off why are you putting it off right are you giving yourself i promise you you've got at least a couple things in your life guaranteed that you've given yourself 100 percent credit for 90 percent there and you're thinking it's 100 but in actuality it's it's zero it is zero. I guarantee you it might even be it might even be worse, right? Because people are confused why you can't finish. So becoming a finisher is one of the most important things that you can do to start moving forward with your life. Because as soon as you become a finisher at your job, you're gonna start becoming a finisher at home. As soon as you start becoming a finisher at home, you're gonna start becoming a finisher when it comes to your future. As soon as you start finishing stuff for your future, you're gonna start owning your own business. As soon as you start owning your own business, you're gonna start finding other finishers, you're gonna grow it, and then all of a sudden you're gonna have a life that you didn't think was possible, right? But that starts with you have to be a finisher because finishers won't work for unfinishers. You need to surround yourself with finishers. Oh yeah. You can't surround yourself with people that are going home early and not doing anything and Mm -hmm. expect to get better results. Mm -hmm. Um, And, And the crazy thing is your stress level, test me on this, is 100% correlated with your ability to finish. So let's look at your life. You may say, oh my gosh, I'm so stressed. I've got so much on on my plate. Guess what? You're not stressed because you have stuff on your plate. You're stressed because you haven't finished things on your plate. So your stress level, I promise you 100% depends on your ability to finish. So if you're not finishing things, you're gonna be stressed. If you can finish things, you're not gonna be stressed. Test it out. I promise you're not stressed because you have too much on your plate. It's just because you don't finish what's on your mm-hmm. plate like you're supposed to. That's tough to swallow. I, I think a lot of people are probably also going to be wondering <laughs> how you know what what how to start, like how to how do you get started on finishing? And I think it comes down to the small things. You know, just like the own it till you make it. Start small and then work yourself big. You know. Um, going to the gym or eating right or you know finishing a small project no matter what it is make your bed in the morning the famous one is make your bed i actually just listened to that video that's a perfect one to start it with it never gets old yeah it's the old adage just like do you make your bed the guy's like no it's like oh man must suck to be married to you right <laughs> I'm like, oh gosh that was pretty intense let me get that i mean but it's true right because if you're not doing that you're probably not doing all the other stuff so i couldn't agree with you more pick something small like easy 
Did you hear? Did you guys hear that that guy was actually like? There's there's like a whole petition to try to get that guy into uh, to be a president. Really? Guy, to run for presidency this year? Oh yeah. yeah. No idea. I did not hear about the petition. It was like him and gosh, I'm gonna have to look it up. But I would have been totally for that guy becoming right. And even just vice president. The problem is that uh, you know the best people are not the ones that become president. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, they don't want. It. Like, they don't. Want one day, it. I don't think we're past that idea. All right. Well, this was when you were supposed to talk, Taylor. Or, yeah, Taylor. Taylor. No, Taylor. 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 Yeah. Who's been up till midnight? Who's been up till two a.m.? That's when some of my best stuff happens. Though. It definitely is, <laughs> right? And that's because that's not not a finisher mentality. Right. I, I'm so sick of people having urgency and being able to finish things after the deadline's already passed. So great, congratulations! You can finish something after the deadline. You think it's important? You make it a, a priority after the deadline. So what we're trying to help you to do is before your boss comes to you and says, "Where is this?" Why haven't you finished this? And then you get crazy and actually finish it. You need to be able to um, self-regulate and get it done before your boss comes to you or before your spouse or before that customer is freaking out, why is this job not done? You need to be able to regulate yourself and do it well before, set artificial deadlines, become a finisher before you're actually forced to, before that deadline is already passed. And that actually reminds me of, um, I'll never forget this, I was, I'm pretty sure I was in first grade and our principal came into our class to teach us a lesson, just one lesson. And all he did when he walked in was he, he took the whiteboard marker and walked up to the whiteboard and he drew a box and then he wrote plan ahead in it, but the ahead ran out of the box. And, and you know, when it, and so that, that always stuck in my head is, you know, plan ahead. And like you were saying, um, you know, fail to plan the pace of the project on the front end. So you always you always want to be giving yourself, like you said, those artificial deadlines. So instead of having to force yourself, oh, it's due tomorrow, tell yourself, oh, that's due tomorrow, even though it's not due for a week. And that's, you know, that's a perfect way to start. No, absolutely. So now that we're ending 2020, Hello. we're about to start 2021. There's no doubt in my mind that everyone that's listening is going to start 2021 fast. They're going to be excited. They're going to have goals. Uh, but guess what? Nobody cares about that because January 15th, you're going to stop going to the gym because you're not a finisher. You're not finishing things in your life. So what really matters is can you finish? I know you can start strong, but can you finish strong? Many will start fast. Few will finish strong. Are you finishing 2020 strong? Probably not. Mm. So I don't think you're going to finish 2021 strong. I hope you do, but chances are not going to happen. Probably not. So you have Probably something not. easy to start with. This is super awesome, right? So you, whether you're stressed or you have anxiety about something, say, I just don't know what to do. There's too much consuming because you're thinking all about the 90% and you're thinking that's all done. And as, as you said before, Kate, or Taylor, it's now we got a Taylor Kaylor and it's throwing me off. We didn't really think about that before. Taylor. Right? I'm like, yeah, we got a Kaylor and Taylor and I'm trying to remember each one of them. Um, but the idea is your stress is coming from the 10. Your stress is coming from the 10. People hate you because of the 10. People don't promote you because of the 10. You're not a business owner because of the 10. And and the sooner you can start addressing that 10%, 10% that you're not doing, the stuff that you're not finishing, the sooner you're going to start feeling better about yourself. Because as soon as you get 100, not only are you not going to be stressed about it, you're going to get a sense of completion. I always tell people that a lot of the anxiety comes from not 
finishing it and having the not control of what happens after it's done or what's happening with that project that you haven't finished. As soon as you finish it, you're going to get a sense of completion. You're actually going to feel better. Then you do it over and over and over again. Then as soon as you get good at it, you start helping other people do it and get a sense of completion on helping other people. So we encourage you, find the 10% thing that's stretching you out the most. Start with that. Finish 2020, finishing off as many of those 10% as possible, then launch 2021 and saying the next thing I start in 21 is going to be something I'm going to finish. But if you won't finish your 2020s, you're not going to finish your 2021s. Does it make sense? So, Definitely. So you're not a finisher if you're thinking this is a January 1 conversation. Yep. This is a... Hopefully we get this uploaded before the end of the year. Uh-oh. Yo, that's the goal. I know, like, yeah, you might want to get some emergency we'll because it's not going to make sense if they listen to January third, right? The internet gods, we'll see. Yeah, so if you've heard this too late, it's like, sorry, you got left behind, right? <laughs> um, but finish the things that are on your plate and watch if you don't have uh, a more satisfaction. Okay, we really appreciate you being here. Thank you again for not yeah, responding thanks, thanks for to anything that I said to us. Great, right? His facial expressions were amazing. We didn't videotape this, Kayler, right? He was doing sign language the I'm entire get time. Cameras in here, I'll come back. I'm there we on go. Camera type of person. Okay, so. yeah, we'll, we'll take awesome. it to the next level, right? So we appreciate you being here. It's uh, definitely uh, we're excited to do this as well. So hopefully this helps you at the end of the year. I, I, I got one one final thought for me, and I'll and I'll let you do you know final thought if you have one. But um, so a lot of people they struggle with how do you start? Like they see the big picture and they don't know. And uh, I just I just want to say one last thing, and it's small victories add up. The little wins we commit ourselves to day in and day out lead us to the successes that we're striving for. So if you don't know where to start. You know, the, the, being a finisher, fake it till you make it, own it till you make it, whatever. Just start there. If, if you don't know how to do it, just pretend, and you know, you're gonna go. You're gonna go where you want to go eventually. That's it, right there. Right. Finishers wanted. We'll see you next time. All right. See you then. Peace.